Welcome to An Apple a Day with Dr. Amanda, your daily dose of wisdom in counseling, leadership, business, and more. This is Tune In Thursday, the second of a two-part weekly topical discussion where Dr. Amanda interviews a special guest. Enjoy. And now, here's Dr. Amanda. Uh, whether it's at churches or just other venues about this and about how overcoming mm-hmm. uh, I, I want to really want to share this because it's really important that people recognize about depression see there, there's a healthy side of depression because you know you could have a blue day or mm-hmm. you you find out that your your dog died you know so you're going to be down you're going to be depressed about it and so and uh, you could have a, a sense of sadness about mm-hmm. something that happened uh, you would fail the test for example you're going to be down about it so but what I want to talk about is more of a constant sadness, like a hopelessness mm-hmm. or a hopelessness. It's not about a blue day. It's about a blue light. Mm-hmm. And so this involves your body and your mood and your thoughts and where you're constantly down about something. You lost interest. You lost motivation. You have sleep problems. Appetite mm-hmm. changes that are not good. You either eat too much. You don't eat enough. Mm-hmm. When it gets really bad, it's you don't care about life. You don't want to live, especially if you're suicidal. Mm-hmm. Uh, for adults, the sadness talking about is really more obvious because for adults, Amanda, the, um, you would sense it by the set. You'd actually mm-hmm. see it. You could say, hey, I'm having sleeping problems or mm-hmm. I'm really down right today. I don't understand it. I just don't have any motivation mm-hmm. to do anything and I don't care about anything. So as adults, we can identify it and then we can actually say it, talk about it. Not everybody does that, mm-hmm. but uh, you have the ability. Whereas in children, the less obvious is they also have this problem. Sure. Children will be more will be more withdrawn. Mm-hmm. They'll have a, more of an attitude issue because adults can have an attitude attitude issue mm-hmm. and there's more behavior issues like fight more with their sibling mm-hmm. or they'll give you an attitude about something or they don't want to do something mm-hmm. and that's usually because they're mad or they're depressed about it so it doesn't come out as clear mm-hmm. so if you notice there's a behavior problem differences things that are different than normal in children ask them about it mm-hmm. that's the best thing even for adults ask the people you care about hey uh, you seem kind of different lately what's mm-hmm. happening yeah they're either going to know or they're not going to know so for example if they know that means there's, a, there's an event you can deal with mm-hmm. If they don't know, that means there's it's an accumulation that there was an event past, mm-hmm. but it's accumulated enough they've been hiding it or they've been holding on to it, and eventually it comes out and something small typically triggers it. Okay. So let's talk about that. You mentioned any question, anything about that, about the, the type, though, of before I go on about sure. dealing with hard times, anything that you saw from what we talked about. I guess I am curious, you know, when you're talking about depression, do you find, and you may have said this in some way, boys and girls, like males and females, tend to respond differently in terms of the, you know, the internal, external with depression? Like, do you notice that in your practice? Yeah, right. Now, that's a good question. I had not actually said anything about that. And that's a, that's a very good question because there isn't just... Mm-hmm. Now, women in general will tend to be depressed mm-hmm. um, than men because of they have a lot more feelings and they're feelings mm-hmm. tend to overcome them more mm-hmm. than men uh, because they have more feelings and more aware of them mm-hmm. and they can then push them down more which makes them more depressed mm-hmm. and men of uh, them are less aware of them just out of not being able to know but the problem is there's more actually ending of life and suicide with men than there are sure. mm-hmm. so I'll explain why when we're born uh, well actually when we're created uh, we male and female fetuses have the same type of brain mm-hmm. so the right side is the emotion side creative side the left side is the logic side and it's the memory side and so mm-hmm. it works at the same time and then at the seventh week in utero when we're uh, when our moms are pregnant with us mm-hmm. 
testosterone washes over the male brain and it just and it damages there's a three-strand cord mm. in the back of our brain that connects the right and left hemisphere mm. what happens is that testosterone damages that brain so much so that when for males especially information comes in on the left side mm. which is the logic side memory side but has really difficulty crossing over to the emotion side okay that's why for when I work with marriages, well, quite often the spouse will get really furious at the male because they don't express their feelings mm -hmm. really well, they don't talk about things, they're not on the same page with things. Mm -hmm. That's because the male doesn't work the, the emotion the same as the female. Mm -hmm. The female brain is constantly going, working right, left, right, left all the sure. time. So emotion and logic is the same time. So when the mm -hmm. woman talks about emotional content mm -hmm. to the guy, the guy's going, <laughs> because the problem is he doesn't, he's not there. Yeah. So the woman gets upset, and when the woman gets upset, the guy shuts down even more mm -hmm. because he, because of what's happening. See. So it gets worse. So mm -hmm. I always tell the female, listen, give, don't push the issue about what they're feeling mm -hmm. or what to respond right away, unless it's the logic part, mm -hmm. uh, which is, because they will shut down. And so give them a moment to think. So mm -hmm. ask them what do they think rather mm -hmm. than what do they feel, especially. And that's really good. We are created, uh, I believe God created us uh, as opposite for a reason, because the female does have more emotion that the content of seeing that mm -hmm. the male may have more logic. Now, you know, we both will have that. Sure. I'm just saying overall. So when you bring them together, they should be able to work together uh, in tangent really sure. well together. But when they're not, they work terribly together. And that's what mm -hmm. I always tend to work with. Sure. Anyway, my point is that the more feelings we hold in, the more depressed we can become. Mm -hmm. See, there's, there's two major reasons for depression uh, causes. The first one could be a chemical imbalance, which we could be born with. The second reason is uh, we're holding in our feelings. Mm -hmm. So if you were born, if you were born with uh, having you know, that difficulty for men having information come over the emotional side, mm -hmm. it does. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's supposed to come over, and it does eventually. It's mm -hmm. just that, and men will even use it as an excuse not to go there. Mm -hmm. And that's just an excuse because eventually you can. Mm -hmm. What happens is if you grow up in a home then where big boys don't cry, uh, start to crying if I'm gonna, if you're going to act that way, even for girls. Mm -hmm. Or they are they're put downs and you're not allowed to cry, uh, or even emotions aren't allowed. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not uh, they're not encouraged. If that happens, then what happens is I'm not going to have them for the mm -hmm. rest of my life. What I learned in childhood mm -hmm. is gonna is gonna transfer into adulthood. That's powerful. So what happens is uh, our it's interesting because our childhood the the mm -hmm. in childhood the environment outside environment creates mm -hmm. the internal belief of my reality mm -hmm. so if somebody's yelling or somebody's depressed growing up and they're and they're all depressed mm -hmm. that's how i learned about depression right i talked about last week uh if you're if you're living a home that's anxious mm -hmm. there's a lot of yelling going on if a mom was very anxious or dad was then that's how i learned about you're supposed to be anxious it's like my my learning uh, in in the you know, I'll say even in the Bible, mm -hmm. um, Proverbs twenty two six says this: 
that parents' job is to train up a child the way they should go, and when mm -hmm. they're older, they won't depart from it. Mm -hmm. So when you're growing up, how your parents were is your learning curve to how mm -hmm. you're going to deal with stuff. That's true. So if your mom was depressed or your dad was depressed, you're probably going to be depressed. But the issue is that was given to you. You don't have to have it. Sure. Don't let anybody ever tell you that you have to, you have to live with depression mm -hmm. or anxiety or sadness or, or a compulsive disorder or whatever it yeah. is, even a, even, a, uh, even a physical ailment, okay? Because this is all given to you. Mm -hmm. So you have way more power than that, and you need to say, I need to continue to seek my healing until I find it because I don't want to live this way. Right. And you've got to decide it. That's how I work. I particularly, what I do basically is I don't settle with maintenance. I'm not a mm -hmm. maintenance therapist. I'm, mm -hmm. a, I'm, I'm a terminator. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you want to get rid of that stuff, mm -hmm. don't find somebody that knows how to. And if right. you're going to be with somebody that just lets you count to 10 <laughs> and then deal with it and, and maintain it, mm -hmm. don't do that. Yeah. Find somebody that will help you work it now. It's really important that during, um, so let's, so did I answer your question? No, you, you didn't. I went to just say, I believe you talked about, you know, how to identify anxiety. And I did ask about how males and females do respond differently. And I loved what you said. And this might help some people in the audience, you know, <laughs> because if you're in a relationship, if you are a man, right, usually as a woman, you said that we should ask the man, what are you thinking, right? Instead of what are you feeling? And a man, a nice tip for men <laughs> might be, what are you feeling at the right time, right? Because again, I love that difference you know and giving that pause so that was important and i believe craig you talked a lot about causes of anxiety i don't know if, or not anxiety i'm sorry of depression i'm not sure if there's anything else because you did talk a lot about you know what happens earlier and the, the only other thing i do want to note is that i loved how you said that sometimes we tend to right unless we realize it say oh well my mom had this or my mom you know carry depression so I have it or I'm just like my mom I carry depression what do you tend do you hear that a lot and what do you have to say about that well let's let's start with it let me get a little bit more reasons okay. for having it um remember you can have uh, things happen like um your car was dented and get really <laughs> sad or mad about mm -hmm. that or you failed at the driver's test mm -hmm. or I don't know, uh, anniversary of somebody's death, you know, like a year ago, my somebody passed away. Mm -hmm. Those are normal reasons to be depressed, right? And so, similar to anxiety, again, if you get anxious about something, same thing with depression, healthy functioning for depression is after, you, after that uh, anniversary time is over or after you start getting your dented car fixed, mm -hmm. you should bounce back. You should not be depressed. Depression should only be short time, short lived. In fact, and especially when the issue is resolved. So the problem is that the unhealthy depression is when it doesn't go away. And like, what do you do with that? Mm -hmm. And that's the problem. Most people don't know. Again, it's either a chemical imbalance, which is mm -hmm. less of it. And you can, as far as I'm concerned, if you're a, a person of prayer mm -hmm. and a person of can bring healing, mm -hmm. uh, then, then pray and ask God to change that chemical imbalance. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's medications out there, um, but at the same time, you know, and, and that's something you can seek if you need to. Mm -hmm. But we need to also recognize that the biggest part of it is I haven't, I've been holding in my feelings. Most people that are depressed mm -hmm. is because I've been holding in feelings and not been allowed to. So you have to create uh, uh, the ability to release what I mm -hmm. feel. Yeah. 
See, as a child, we have a natural ability to release. So let's just say, um, uh, if you grew up in a home where you were not allowed to express your feelings, uh, then you're going to hold it in. And the more you hold it in, the more mm -hmm. it's going to make you depressed. I mean, that'd just be normal yeah. to be depressed about it. Sure. So that when you have things happen later on, like, um, like a car dented or mm -hmm. an issue of something happened, you're going to get more depressed because it's yeah. already there. And so this makes it worse. So this time, this hard time that we're having now, mm -hmm. like I say with COVID, mm -hmm. uh, what's happening is uh, I'm going to feel uh, this loss of control of what's going on in my mm -hmm. life. Like I don't know what the future holds. I don't know uh, when I'm going to uh, go back to work next. Mm -hmm. Those things that make us not feel in control, that make us feel like that something's not right or something bad's going to happen, that's going to make us way worse. Mm -hmm. It's because if you grew up in a home that had similar feelings, like I didn't know when my dad or mom's going to get uh, worse again, or I don't know when something's going to happen, or my father loses his job and we have to move, or like bad things happen. Mm -hmm. So if you've never learned how to deal with bad things, like for example, there's a Dr. Kenneth Pelletier, he's an MD. He wrote a book uh, years ago called Mind as Healer. Uh, mind as slayer and he mm -hmm. said this is a quote from this book uh, he said stressful experiences especially in childhood create within you certain methods of coping mm -hmm. with your problems which become the routine of how you handle stress later in life oh. so what happens is if uh, as a child I mentioned earlier that our external world determines our internal belief of reality so if there's things going on around us in our external world as a child that are not good, overwhelming, depression, anxiety, people are that way, that's going to be my belief of the way reality is. Mm -hmm. And so then I grow up into adulthood. And then in adulthood, my internal belief of reality then creates my external belief of reality. Mm -hmm. So if I'm already anxious because, or I'm depressed because of, I'm already sad about how life is, so when life, so I'm just gonna believe that's the way life is. Sure. And so I don't believe that. I, right. I believe the fact that that's what happens, but it's right. called learned behavior. Sure. That's called learned helplessness, mm -hmm. Amanda. And like, why would you want to live that way? Right. So first of all, so if you have any questions, like, because then let's go into let's go yeah. into that in a moment. Any, I want to say, if there's any questions you have. And we can sure. go on ways to cope with it. Yeah, we can certainly go on ways to cope. I think the the other thing that you're really touching on, you know, Craig, in terms of that mindset, it really is a mindset shift because a lot of times if you do have depression or, again, if there's been past trauma, right, that sometimes obviously may happen, you almost become a victim, right, rather than victorious. So a lot of times you end up t telling yourself, well, this is how I am, right, or you might believe some things that are, you know, that keep you from, from moving forward, right? And that, that can be a process. And I like how you said that a lot of times you tend to stuff that down, you know, with depression. It's almost like what I heard you saying um, through it was, it's almost like you have to get give yourself permission, right, to feel. If you've never had somebody say you can feel, and a lot of you may in the audience may have had people say, no, you can't talk about that, right? Or no, we don't talk about that. And know that that's healthy, right, to actually communicate how you're feeling. And so that's a lot of unlearning, right? Like you said, that learned helplessness or learning how to prevent yourself from actually moving forward and being free from those emotions. And I think that happens quite a bit. Right. So you're correct. 
So it's a lot of his learned behavior, like a yeah. learned how to be depressed. But mm -hmm. unfortunately, the longer we've lived with something, the longer then it becomes my identity because mm -hmm. I have to learn how to live with it. And that's what I know to do. Sure. And so the, the longer you've lived with depression or anxiety or even a physical ailment, the longer then uh, it, it may get harder to, to get rid of it. Though. I mean, for God, it's not hard. For myself, when I work with people, it's not hard. Mm -hmm. It's what's going on inside of our mind and what we need it. It's like we need it to survive. Sure. Because that's what I know. I've actually had people that are depressed for so long that they're afraid to let it go because yeah. it's their friend. Yeah. And it's, been, it's because if I let this go, I don't know how to be happy. Yeah. Wow. Scary. That's, that's really huge. And that almost reminds me of, you know, like those safety blankets, you know, where people have a blanket. It's almost like you're carrying something because to, you know, what happens if you release that? And that's really, you know, powerful. So some of you out there, and this is a nice segue you know, into coping skills, you know, Craig. So now a lot of, of you out there, and again, no, we want you to know, like, there's no shame in your history, you know, of this. There's no shame. You know, this is something that you know, we have to learn and it's okay if you're wanting to start out learning how to do emotions. I want you to know, you know, that this whole point of this is to help you. Like, you know, if you're hearing this and you're like, oh my goodness, you know, I, I've tended to carry this. We want you to have hope and, and know that there's a better way and it might take some time. You know, sometimes there's a process, but to, to have hope. So Craig, for those who are listening, you know, maybe they're having hard times with COVID depression or have had hard times and this has just made it you know, the state of the world made them even more, um, you know, there's a lot of more depression. What are some things that they can do that will help them? All right. So first of all, you need to identify the fact that it's something that you don't, you shouldn't be living with. Mm -hmm. If you've been living with it a long time, a lot of people, I'll say, Amanda, they are mm -hmm. living with it because they don't know anything else to get rid of it. Sure. They don't know how to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and, 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 you know, my, my heart goes for those for people because... Uh, you shouldn't have to want to live with that. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know who wants to. So does a, does what you're feeling now, this depression, does it stop from living life? Mm -hmm. or does it, do you feel not good enough? Or can you not bounce back and bounce into doing things better? If that's the case, then it's something that, yes, it's, it's something that you um, shouldn't want to have to live with. Uh, and even are you suicidal? Do you not want to live anymore? I would definitely, for any of those... Uh, watching this, seek a medical attention, yeah. definitely, mm -hmm. like counseling, uh, and uh, see a doctor mm -hmm. uh, to get on something right away. Um, medication, there's many types, there's natural remedies, mm -hmm. there's obviously prayer, and there's obviously, there's, uh, there's uh, psychotropics or right. antidepressants. And usually the more serious it is, the more mm -hmm. I recommend something as soon as you can get mm -hmm. on it. Because I wouldn't want anybody's life to be loose over that. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I didn't mention is dietary. Uh, I also noticed, uh, Amanda, that mm -hmm. uh, foods that are very processed foods or a lot of um, uh, just a lot of um, um, pasta mm -hmm. and a lot of, um, what is it, um, Not whole, whole grains are better for us, mm -hmm. but when it's um, uh, processed foods. Sugars. like Yeah, I'm sugar. And uh, what's it? What's the flour? The uh, un uh, bleached flour. Oh, the bleached, yeah. Anything bleached, well, like white bread and so on. Mm -hmm. and oftentimes, the the nutrition has been worked out of. That's why it's mm -hmm. bleached flour. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the pastas that you eat, uh, that actually turns into glucose, then turns into sugar, and mm -hmm. then brings us a sugar low. 
so there's a sugar high and a sugar low. Sure. Like a lot of like uh, eating a lot of sugar, pops, desserts, and so on. Mm -hmm. So you get the sugar high, feeling better than that, but then there's a great decrease. Mm -hmm. So that can bring on depression. I, I see uh, talking to somebody, <laughs> nourishing, uh, uh, a naturally minded health professional. Mm -hmm. Prayer is really big, important, uh, and even for the. Uh, seeking for anxiety we, we i didn't bring that up as much before but prayer is really important uh seek counseling of course and so in one thing we want to go into uh i do recommend before i give you actually some real practical things sure. is, uh, my book breaking emotional barriers to healing mm -hmm. is one that uh, i would recommend that one uh it is more of a faith-based book, book but mm -hmm. it's really important it gives you reasons why you feel this way sure. things that you could do uh, if you're living with a spouse, for example, that doesn't express themselves very well, you want, uh, when your mate's emotionally checked out, mm -hmm. uh, that book uh, is also important. Sure. And also, it is a book here, if uh, you grew up with feelings don't come easy, but then mm -hmm. turns into depression, uh, this is my, one of my first books is When Feelings Don't mm -hmm. Come Easy. Powerful. You can get these on my website, insightsfromtheheart.com, or you can just get them uh, offers Amazon. Uh, all of them are on on Amazon. All of them are, of course, paperback, mm -hmm. Kindle, ebook, uh, and some of them are audio. Mm -hmm. There's one other one that I have is if you want uh, more declaring who you are and to believe mm -hmm. in yourself. This book is uh, declaring your worth. It's uh, about 16 chapters. They're about three pages uh -huh. each. It's more of a devotional or mm -hmm. an encouragement book, mm -hmm. uh, inspirational book, and uh, it talks about healing that I've done. Uh, in my office or on the street where somebody was miraculously healed of mm -hmm. an issue of how they felt being mm -hmm. not good enough, unworthy, not sure. feeling loved, um, feeling blamed, feeling helpless, and we just get out of that so you don't have to feel that way. It uh, sure. gives you an idea of how to do that. But the most important thing is find the time, uh, find uh, when you're feeling depressed and ask God or ask um, yourself when you could go back in time when you first felt that feeling mm -hmm. and go back in time as far as you can to find that time when you felt that sadness and then think of somebody in your life that you could put there in front of you be with you to comfort you mm -hmm. the biggest reason why we're so sad is because it was a time that we were not comforted so think of a time of somebody mm -hmm. that could comfort you an aunt or an uncle or a parent or especially like jesus or god if you're uh, if you are or mother mary if you're a person of faith, mm -hmm. to see yourself by giving yourself I a hug, hug. Yep. and giving yourself of that person being with you, give your, close your eyes, see them there, and give that sadness away to them, mm -hmm. and even give yourself a little love pat, like you would if you're holding somebody and you're giving them a love pat on the mm -hmm. back, say it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay, speak words of life into that person, mm -hmm. and letting them know that they're loved, <clears> that you are loved, that not only God loves you, Mother Mary loves you, but it's really important to know that this, this depression and not feeling loved was something that was given to you, and you don't have to feel that way anymore. Right. You should not feel something that really is not yours to keep anymore. That's good. Because you are good enough and worthy, and it's important that you know that anybody that's watching this way. That's right. That's really helpful. And actually, Craig, I'm glad that you showed the I Declare Worthy, because I was going to ask you or tell the audience about the Declaring My Worth book, because that is a powerful um, book you know, about truths. And I had a question, um, Craig, so say I'm a person, right? Um, you, and you had a lot of practical tips. Say I'm a person who my thought that constantly happens is I will always have depression, 
what is like one practical tip to help people capture that thought, you know, and switch it? Like, what would you say might be helpful? Like maybe they're doing the love hug, but they're, they're trying to repattern their brain. What would you suggest for them? Well, first of all, uh, the most important thing is to recognize that the negative is not something you should keep. I mean, if you are a Christian, that you you are not made that way, but you were given that. Mm-hmm. And so you find out what the negative is, release the negative, and then uh, give yourself a positive mm-hmm. to shift that. So okay. uh, the Bible says that in in Romans that we need twelve that we need to then uh, we need to not then be con- uh, conform to the, to the ways of the world. Then mm-hmm. we need to transform our mind. And we need to take control of the thought mm-hmm. rather than the thought taking control of us. Yes. That's good. All okay. right. Good. Well, thank you. Okay. So, again, you know, I really appreciate the last couple of weeks. We've, you know, we've had you for session one on anxiety, how to um, really help with coping skills. And you had wonderful resources that, again, any resources that Craig talked about from session one or this session and his books will be posted you know any of his websites on the podcast you know I usually give an overview and then on YouTube so certainly check that out um, and he also talked about depression so Craig we really appreciate all that but to close out what are what's a wisdom tip right well, you had met much once again a wisdom but what's one more wisdom tip tip for the audience well the most important thing is look you're, if, as a Christian, you know that you're a temple of God. And uh, those that may not know God, but what you need to realize is that uh, you, have the, you have the only one that has control of your own body. So exercise regularly, find ways to relax, uh, talk to positive people, pray, and uh, involve God in your life, involve positive people in your life, because you have to take control of your life, because when you're depressed, then you've lost control of your life. Get that mm-hmm. back. And so, so give yourself that control to give it back. Someone in your life took that away from you. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you to take it back. Uh, allow God to help you with that. Allow other people to help you with that. Because mm-hmm. that's what you can do for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. So thank you. Yeah, take, take it back, right? Take back take what back. was stolen and, you know, um, move ahead. So thank you, Craig. I appreciate your time. Again, those of you who are look, listening in on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, share with your friends. If you're on the podcast, please continue to tune in. Make sure you also share what you've learned. And again, we'll be continuing on with, with our topics for overcoming anxiety and depression. And Craig, it's great to have you. And you. audience, if you loved what you heard from Craig today, do not be sad. We're going to have him back for some other wonderful topics um, that will be coming up. So make sure you stay tuned. So take care, everybody. Be well. And I'll see you again soon. Thank you for watching An Apple a Day with Dr. Amanda. Please like, subscribe, and share the show with others. I got you all.